Hello, hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Sojourner Sisters, a coffee chat podcast where we talk about art, faith, and life. And today, Gail and I are so blessed to be joined by the presence of my former roommate, Yen, who has her own podcast called Mind the Gap. And she's also, yes, and she's also (laughs) a photographer. So yeah, Gail, please meet Yen and Yen meet Gail. I'm so thankful we are doing this today. Um, Gail, I probably would not have even thought about doing a podcast had Yen not started her own podcast. So Mm. really grateful for Yen in so many ways. Hey Yen. Hi Gail. Nice to meet you. Good to meet you too. All right. So today's episode is called Exposure. So we're just going to talk about how we can glorify God through photography and capturing images and as image bearers of the creator, um, how can we inspire the people around us through our passions with art and photography? Mm. Amen, amen, and amen. (laughs) Hmm. All right, then. So should we read um, the scripture? So we can read that scripture. I can read it. I've got it out. Perfect. All right, so this is from Matthew 5, and I'm going to read from verses 13 all the way to... (laughs) To 16, that'll be fun. Okay. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that you may, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Amen. 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 So profound. Hmm. definitely so how um Ian how do you capture light in your work I'm interested to see or just to like hear more about what inspires your photography Mm. and how and how light is kind of be like an influencer in your work Mm. um well so I mainly do portrait photography um and I think I just like to focus on the human face and um, and just, like, the expressions of a human face. Um, and I think mostly I like to capture, like, candids of people just laughing and smiling when, when I, they don't know I'm taking photos. Because at the end of the day, that's really, like, um, their true expressions, you know? Um, and I think... Um, I don't know, personally for me, I have a hard time being in front of the camera. Um, so I think I'm learning how to better do that in order so that I can direct people to um, be more comfortable in front of the camera. But also, um, 
at the end of, end of the day, I'm trying to learn more and more that we are all made in the image of God. And therefore, um, when I see all these different faces, I'm like, okay, how do I see the image of God in these people? Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore, how can I love these people better? Um, and it goes for myself too. Like, how can I show my myself more grace um, when I don't be in front of the camera? Um, and, and, and likewise, how do I make people feel beautiful and know that they are made in the image of a perfect God. Um, and so I think it's a, it's like I'm trying to work on that myself a lot more um, through like self-portraiture. Um, and um, I know, I mean, so many people, um, I know like in the past have been like, oh, like, can you teach me how to do photography and stuff? But I really think it's um, seeing something um, before your eyes and being like, wow, this feels this moment feels like I just want to capture it. Um, and I don't, I really don't have a way to explain how to do that. I think it's when you just, just look around and see something, um, the way that the light may hit an object and you just want to take and capture that moment. Um, and I think it's, it's all, you know, subjective. There's no, um, objective beauty, but, um, I think I've just been trying to focus more on, um, yeah, I guess it's like people and like their mm. their worth and value in the eyes of God. Amen. That's so awesome. Good. Yeah, it's really it's really incredible to just see like over the years, like Yanni and I have known each other since tenth grade and we met at a Christian conference in Lynchburg, Virginia. And over the years I've always just been so much in awe of Yen's eye for photography and how she captures images and um it was really interesting because I was just looking at old pictures um and seeing these pictures that Yen took during our first year at university um and there were so many moments that she captured that some were you know extremely embarrassing on my part because I would be like eating Bodo's bagels and the cheese would be dripping out of my mouth and Yen would capture it or I would just be making some derpy face and Yen would capture it. But I look at those pictures and they just make me smile. And I'm so grateful to like how God can use photography to just allow us to delight in him too and how he sees us. Mm. Because, I mean, we, we can't see ourselves. Even in a mirror, if we look at ourselves, it's a reflection. It's not the actual way that other people would see us. So it's kind of nice to think about, wow, like, you know, we are image bearers of God and we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't be obsessed with our outward appearance. But at the same time, I think God does want us to remind ourselves that he delights in us and he delights how he created us and knitted us in our mother's wombs. So, yeah, I think that's been something that I really appreciated about photography and Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, like I said, I think I like kind of the not-so-perfect photos, the ones that aren't, like, mm-hmm. super clear and sharp. Like, sometimes I like the blurriness of a photo or, like, movement in a photo or um, mm-hmm. when people make funny faces because, yeah, we don't get to see those images of ourselves. And I often keep all the photos of myself that look really bad um, because <laughs> I, I want to be reminded that because the photos that look good, they're – usually staged and they're not the real me you know Mm, like it's not all 
the dimensions of a person. And so even though I'll, I'll take out the photos for other people that they don't like, but for myself, I like to keep the bad ones in. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. And I love it because it kind of, um, that reminds you of truth in a way, Mm. you know what I mean? So I think that's, that's so good. And when you're talking, it made me think, um, we're able to see who the person is that you're capturing as opposed to just like them like you say photo perfect in a sense and you're catching them in the moment it's like documentary style photographs Mm. which which sounds really cool Mm. what about you guys like um even though I mean, I don't know if you guys take photos or anything, but how do you, I saw, Gail, some of your work is mostly like pictures of people. And so how do you, um, how do you establish what kind of, like what expressions you want to give, um, the feeling you want to give off in your painting through, through people's faces, if that makes any sense? Yeah, no, it does. I think it's kind of similar to what you said, actually, which it was really enjoying I was really enjoying hearing you talking about it because that's kind of what I look for I kind of look for like the in-between spaces so mm-hmm. the moment before or the moment afterwards mm-hmm. and and then the moment in between so like it's it's that it's the bit where they're having the making about to make a decision on something mm-hmm. or they're about to go somewhere or they're just about to move or whatever I really like those because it's like it's mundane and that's something that I'm interested in finding like God within the mundane in the sense Mm. so like that that's I don't know I think that's basically how I would describe what I'm looking for when I'm looking at portraits and when I'm seeing people just kind of like sitting for me they can just be doing whatever they're doing but it's like they're in their element in a sense they're not acting they're not posing they're just being who they are Mm. um and um, I'm also interested in the gaze as well. So, like, they can be looking away from me or they can be looking at me and what does that say about the person? Um, so, like, the storytelling element, I'm quite interested in in portraiture, mm. so. Mm. Cool. Yeah. That's so cool, yeah. I was thinking about how when I have to take photos because, I mean, Gail has to do this as well, but we have these visual journals or reflections, blogs that we have to do on a regular basis. And they, our tutors genuinely want us to include photos of just progress shots. Um, and they, they actually emphasize the process as opposed to the final outcome more. Um, and especially with the program that I'm doing, it's it's designed to give students like an exposure to a, a plethora of different types of art and design. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's really fun to be able to create something and then take a photo of it and see how different it is when you take a photo of something versus when you actually are holding it physically mm-hmm. in your hands. Um, and I think too, it's kind of like a reminder of you know, the things that we read in scripture and the things that we experience in our lives, you know, the joy of the Lord um, even is just like a glimpse of the real thing. Because I think, well, the, the, the name of our podcast is supposed to highlight how we are journeying through this life on our way to Jesus. Mm, yeah, And I think photography also, in a sense, does that by kind of capturing you know, a moment in time. Yeah. 
and helping us kind of have a better understanding of the real Mm -hmm. thing but it's not the actual Mm. thing and so the real art piece that someone goes to a museum to see I mean even though there are you know advances in technology for people to see photographs and um, galleries online it's still not the same as seeing the real Mm -hmm. thing so I think exposure is kind of exposing truth um, and also getting us excited um, for the future that Mm -hmm. God holds Uh, and I love that idea of that the picture itself is not the true true reality of of what's in it Um, and just like Mm -hmm. you just hear I mean there's things like um, within a painting if there's like a banana this is not really a banana because it's a painting of a banana you know Um, but Mm -hmm. I think that's like so cool because um, I I can't remember what um, the exact verse but it says in the New Testament and one of the it's about how um, like we see through a veil now um, that the the full mm-hmm. reality of of God's glory hasn't been we don't see it yet on earth but one day we will see him face to face and I think that's such a that's a cool parallel of um, mm-hmm. of not being able to see the real thing in paintings or pictures but then in the future or, or like similarly we're seeing um, the glory of God through a veil um, only to see it revealed in the right. future so I love that mm-hmm. yeah it's exciting <laughs> Amen to that. That's so good. That's giving me all kinds of visuals right now. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so Gail and I, we usually, when we do these podcasts and we're just bouncing off back and forth, all these different ideas mm. and concepts, we usually mm-hmm. sketch while we while we oh, talk. Cool. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in the middle of some swirls at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was thinking about... um. One of my favorite books of the Bible is Philippians. And I'm just going to read a section. Um, It's in verse 2, or chapter 2, verse 12. Um, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without grumbling or disputing, that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life, so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. Likewise, you also should be glad and Mm. rejoice with me. And I kind of wanted to highlight I guess an ongoing struggle for Christians and yeah, and we've talked mm-hmm. about this before, but just, you know, with social media and, you know, the Christians struggle with portraying truth, but also having that, I guess, human desire to appear um, in the best way possible mm. to the world. Um, so what would you, what, what do you guys think about, you know, Instagram and this, culture that we live in that is so driven by appearances when we know that we are living in a crooked and twisted generation and we're supposed to be shining as lights in the world but there's so many temptations what do you guys Mm -hmm. think about that I mean I think personally as someone who is quite active on Instagram and um, likes to post pretty pictures and things like that I I mean I'm 
I came to an awareness that that is harmful sometimes and that um, it's obviously like we've been saying over and over again in this episode that it doesn't show the full picture of my life or the full picture of who I am and um, honestly like a lot of people like throughout, throughout the years in college and things like that have created a persona of who I who they think I am based on my Instagram and my social media um, when it's not really everything about me and um, I think so I've been trying more in social media to be a little bit more honest and vulnerable whether it's like in my captions or just on my stories sharing um, like bible verses and truth that's truths and things I'm going through and things God is teaching me Um, and just like also my Mm -hmm. podcast it's helped me to be a lot more honest about worries I have um, and thoughts I've been having and things I'm struggling with and um, not crossing a a ba- boundary of vulnerability I think there is um wariness to be to be upheld you know when you're sharing things online um that you don't cross mm-hmm. too many boundaries but at the same time I think there it's really good to um to be open online about as a Christian things that we struggle with and um showing mm-hmm. that we're not perfect yeah. even though we say uh, like that following God doesn't mean you're a perfect person. And I think that um, Mm. hopefully will draw more people to the gospel and more people to God, knowing that you don't have to be, have it all together in order to come to the cross. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's, it's a really hard um, balance to play out, I think with social media, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, yeah, there is a beauty and vulnerability when we're able to kind of share areas of weakness but also show how god is still our strength and he still anchors Mm. our souls um but then yeah definitely in terms of just wisdom as to what to put up is so key i mean that's why we have friends that's why we have um the body of christ anyway off of social media so that we can have those kind of dialogues but then it's 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 a good platform to kind of share how god is working through you and Mm -hmm. journeying with you and whatever struggle you may be facing um I was thinking though Yen about your um because I listened mm-hmm. to one of your and I was, um, <laughs> it was the thing that you mentioned about like having a separate mm. Instagram mm, um yeah. yeah so it's like a smaller one for like the people you're close with and like that's where you can probably pour out and be a bit more um vulnerable about stuff that you want to talk about I don't remember what you called it though like I don't know, I feel like it's like a finsta. There was a term. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Yeah. So um, that Mm -hmm. came to my mind as well, which is Mm -hmm. is also an option, as well as doing a podcast Mm -hmm. like you did. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Amazing. Yeah. And I was thinking too, I mean, we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. And I think about celebrities, for example, and... Hollywood has an awful rap about, you know, kind of being the modern day Sodom, Gomorrah. Um, But at the same time, I see God using Christian actors and also Christian films to, you know, spread the gospel. And it's hard to be a Christian in art and any sort of creative field because the evil one is the prince of this world. But I think on Instagram, it's just so encouraging to see you know, different Christian influencers who are authentic. And I think one of my favorite Instagram accounts to follow is 
DesiringGod.org. Mm. I don't know about you guys, like what your favorite ones are and maybe suggestions for our listeners if they're interested in following more um, Christian Instagram accounts. I can't think of anything off the mm. top of my head. Um, well, personally, <laughs> I um, there is this is fresh in my brain because someone asked me earlier this week about um, any Instagram accounts that are God-honoring. Um, and I have... Mm-hmm. Um, one, so I'm gonna shout out a couple people, but um, one is my um, my old young adult pastor. He recently planted a church, so he's now a senior pastor at a different church. But um, his wife, his family is really um, heavily involved in foster care and adoption, um, and so a lot of her content on Instagram is about foster care and God's redemption in. Um, and broken families and things like that. And so I really um, like her account because I really don't have a lot of knowledge about foster care and adoption. Her name is Kristen Crew. Um, so I highly recommend her Instagram account if you want to learn more about that um, because personally she's going through it right now um, with um, foster care. And, um, and then another YouTuber who I really look up to, and she has powerful testimony her name is Cayenne Tilton on Instagram yeah do you know her yes I this is kind of funny I was literally just thinking about her today and I was like oh it's so sweet she's getting married but I wonder like (laughs) of her Instagram and she's just really real and just honest about um struggles in the Christian Mm -hmm. life um and yeah I just love her honesty so I recommend those two Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I was actually like in a rough patch the beginning of this year, but she, like, I was watching her videos and I mean, she was mm-hmm. really helpful <laughs> in those dark times for me because she was just sharing her testimony and it was just like so encouraging to see the way God has literally mm-hmm. transformed her life and has blessed her and is using mm-hmm. her as a blessing yeah. to so many people. Sure. So good. Yeah, any more thoughts, Gail? None off the top <laughs> of my head. <laughs> no worries. I, I'm going to read a couple more verses um, mm. that have to do with light. I particularly love First John, which is a letter that is such an encouragement to believers, especially believers who are maybe experiencing spiritual droughts or trials and I think first John is just such a great book um, to remind us who we are in Christ and I'm going to read from chapter 1 verse 5 um, through 6 this is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all if we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness we lie and do not practice the truth I'm going to read the next verse. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from Mm. all sin. Mm. Thanks be to God. Yeah. So um, I guess we can conclude this podcast. Uh, Shameless plug. um, If you want to follow (laughs) Yen on Instagram. Yes. Can you share your Instagram handle? handle? It's Shakespeare Yen. It's basically, it's spelled Shakespeare. Um, so yeah, if you want to, you can follow me there. So clever. (laughs) (laughs) You do. Yes. And, um, the Sojourner Sisters also have an Instagram account. Gail? 
Um, so it's at Sojourner Sisters EA. Yes. And if you're curious, what is EA? <laughs> it stands for yeah. Evangelist Artists. Right. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much, Yen, for joining yeah, us today. This was so much fun. And yes, I really hope I we can do that. this again sometime. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Bye, Bye, everyone. See ya.